it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, Dharma, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, and welcome back again today, folks. And today, I really hope I have the mic in the right position. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the trope of arrogant characters. Now, um, I've touched on this briefly in the past, um, in some other podcasts of mine, where um, I just generally talked about the, um, the main flaws a character can have, and uh, one of them was something along the lines of basically arrogance. Now, um, this big character flaw is one of the few flaws can, that can actually be charming depending on what type of person you are and depending on the story that um the story and the characters that this place is set in now um what i mean by this is is that typically arrogant characters have some surrounding traits around them that make them think of themselves so highly usually arrogant characters are somewhat charming either in their physical looks or in their words Possibly both. Um, of course, with the arrogance um, and their swagger sometimes ruining that, um, but oftentimes they give off an air of um, charm and usually have good looks as well um, to accompany this. Usually, a lot of characters and a lot of people that would find this type of character charming are those that are... Um, more physically attracted to this character, or find the word the words and the things that they talk about outside of themselves to be rather interesting or charming. Um, oftentimes, an arrogant character will also be a ladies' man or um, some you know somebody who um, somebody who's really after guys or gals really. Um, although usually most arrogant characters are usually, um, you usually find them to be mostly men. Um, I'm not sure exactly why this is, although when you're living in a patriarchy-centered world, I guess it's just inevitable. But I would like to see more of this, um, personality and main character flaw seen in women. I'd really like, I really think I would find that interesting simply because of the principle of it being a woman rather than a man for once. Um, but yeah, either way you slice it, this character um, is very charming in many different ways, and this allows them to sometimes get away with their arrogant words, um, depending on the situation and depending on the person or thing that this character is facing, um, kind of using their charm to get out of trouble, um, that they, 
themselves were gonna put themselves in. Um, so yeah. Oftentimes this oftentimes this arrogance stems from somewhere. Of course, this is a main flaw, so um it can vary from somewhere in the backstory to um you know how they began perceiving themselves five minutes ago. Um you know, there have been a lot of stories out there where a nervous or shy or both um, anxiety-filled or possibly depressed character um, goes out into the world and something happens and they suddenly find themselves um, to think very differently and very highly of themselves. Um, you know, a lot of times stories start... Um, a little bit before the present just to show us what's going on not necessarily in the backstory um i feel personally that a backstory depending on how old the character is takes place either somewhere between a decade two decades and possibly three decades ago although it's usually something that's a little bit more recent than that that really affects the character Unless the character is just a bit of an older character and a lot of the things that affect them happened in their childhood. Um, in those cases, I can see where we go back even farther, four decades, five decades, five decades, whatever. But usually it will be somewhere um, between 10 to 20 years, I feel like, just because... Um, Anything before that just feels like, why didn't you let that go already? <laughs> but, yeah, it also depends on what type of thing happened, of course, you know. In the case of a character, um, you know, uh, with a, in the case of a character with a different major flaw, like, instead of them being arrogant, they're just, like, poor thing is, like, always depressed or really sad or something. This might be due to um, 30 years ago, their whole entire family was murdered. I mean, you know, you could reasonably have a story like that because it's something as big as an entire family being murdered. But um, moving aside from family murders and um, tropes belonging to different major, um, major flaws... Let's get back to Aragon. So, like I said before, it's usually somewhere between the 10 and 20 year range where something happens that leads the character to be this way, especially in the case of arrogance as well. Um, something has led this character to be arrogant. Um, in some cases, however, this is slightly different. Uh, maybe this character is a case of perhaps Tony Stark. Um, the one that you see in the MCU, I mean, um, where he's kind of just been arrogant his whole life. Um, yet again, it's usually something that stems from childhood, um, you know, and like I said, it could have been recent, it could have not been. Um, either way, what matters now is the change that's about to be, uh, that's about to happen. Now, this also depends on the type of character this is as well. If this is, for example, a villain character, uh, whether or not the story um, is villain-centric doesn't always matter too much. Um, but let's say that this is a villain character. 
more times than not, they're going to give into their arrogance yet again, um, either trying to fight the protagonists or going on to do their evil deeds, etc., etc. Um, usually, the villain doesn't change in a story. Side characters, if they're given enough depth and attention, oftentimes do change at least a little bit by the story's end, but it's usually the protagonist that goes through much of the main changes, which is usually what makes them protagonists. Now, I have seen some shows where it's a bit hard to tell who exactly the protagonist is. Um, in the case of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we have both Coulson, who's been there from the beginning, and um, Sky, who's been there from the beginning. They both go through some major changes in their character, their lives, things like that. So, it's arguable that either one of them can be the main character, but I also do recognize that some stories just have two main characters um, that are focused on equally. So, yeah, but usually the main character is the one to go through the major changes. And this arrogant character usually does, ends, ends up being humbled um, in their ways, or learning the difference between arrogance and self-love, um things of that nature, um, depending on what exa what role exactly their arrogance plays in the story, they might right some wrongs that they've committed, like in the case of Tony Stark, bringing down his entire weapons empire, um, um, yet again, though, this depends on what the arrogance, uh, plays in the story, which, yes, it does play a role, sometimes it's the thing that gets the characters into trouble, sometimes it leads to further trouble down the line, a lot of times, though, especially in more recent stories, the most common things it leads to is either the rest of the protagonist's party or the party that the protagonist is in end up um, leaving the protagonist or getting generally upset with the protagonist over something they said or did, usually um, driven by their arrogance. Um, this is usually followed by one of two things, either A, which is more common nowadays, which is the whole entire party, or at least large chunks of the party, splitting up, um, basically, demand, um, um, basically disbanding the entire group, or B, it leads to this character getting a heart-to-heart, -heart, either before or in the middle of the final battle, before going on to make some sort of sacrifice, because, you know, sacrifice proves that, you know, maybe they don't think of themselves as highly anymore, they've been humbled, um, things of that nature. So, yeah. Arrogant characters, um, are definitely very interesting, and I really like the aspect of where this arrogance is turned into charm. Like I said, not every major flaw can you turn it into some sort of charm or something um, good or something that has quote-unquote benefits. Um, obviously, the cons outweigh the pros in most cases, but um, still, it's very interesting to see. I feel like this is one of the few major flaws that has this property. Anyways, um... I would like you all, if you wouldn't mind, to go down to the description of this podcast episode and um, 
go over to my YouTube channel linked there and go subscribe for me. Um, that would be really nice. Um, so yeah, if you wouldn't mind going and subscribing, um, I have other links down below as well. But yeah, so anyways, I will see you all in the next one.